This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price of participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. good news coming out after the raid. A lot more good news, actually. This one falls under uh-oh, or perhaps oopsie. Now, apparently, according to this report, Trump and his family were able to watch the FBI during the raid on his home on live TV. Despite the fact that the FBI insisted that all surveillance systems be turned off, well, let's just see what this report has to say. This report, and this has been reported all over the place, Salon has it and and some other places, but this is the New York Post's version. Despite former President Donald Trump 
suggesting federal agents may have planted evidence during their raid of his Mar-a-Lago resort this week. He and his family were able to see the whole operation uh, security cam or uh, operation on security camera footage. One of his lawyers revealed Thursday. It's kind of funny. I think the folks in New York, President Trump and his family, probably had a better view than I did. Well, they definitely did, if what you say is true, because they had CCTV. They were able to watch. Christina Robb told Real America's Voice. I was, you know, I was stuck in the parking lot there to, you know, collect paper and answer questions, she added. But they were actually able to see the whole thing. So they actually have a better idea of what took place inside. According to Bob, the FBI initially instructed Mar-a-Lago staff to turn off all the surveillance cameras in Trump's residence. However, the 45th president's legal uh, team ensured the cameras were only off for a very short period of time, Bob said. Now, this begs a question. This begs a question. Why did the FBI insist that all surveillance cameras be turned off? Why did the FBI insist that Trump's lawyers stay outside of the building during this operation? Well, Doc, what are you saying? Are, are you saying that the FBI are untrustworthy? Well, yes. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm saying that the FBI are entirely 100% untrustworthy. Are you saying, especially you liberals out there, are you saying that the police are untrustworthy and that, that we, I guess we don't need to have lawyers to defend us in court, say, if we're accused of a crime, that we don't need to have lawyers present during questioning, that, you know, why, why bother? Because apparently the FBI and law enforcement are above reproach. They're above criticism. I mean, we've already heard Donna Brazil, Asa Hutchins, and, uh, Congressman What's-His-Name McCall from Texas on the morning Sunday shows saying that the FBI were only doing their jobs and to criticize them is, is nothing less than targeting them for, for violence. So all of a sudden, if you're a liberal... Law enforcement are completely and totally trustworthy. All of a sudden, they aren't hunting down and murdering black people in the streets. So we can certainly trust them 
in our homes. And President Trump can certainly trust them to not plant evidence, despite the fact that they've previously planted evidence about him. So I guess, but, but those guys were different guys. That FBI was, was a different FBI who, who, who planted the steel dossier and, and used it to illegally, knowingly, by the way, knowingly used it to illegally wiretap his offices, his home, when he was a candidate, and, and then later to illegally spy on him while he was president of the United States. All of which were not mistakes. They were illegal violations of the Constitution of the United States, violations of their oaths of office, violations of U.S. Code. Not to put too fine a point on it, folks, but the Obama administration knowingly, willfully politicized the military, federal law enforcement, and federal intelligence agencies so that those organizations could be weaponized against their political opponents and against the people of the United States in an attempt to overthrow the Constitution of the United States and the legitimate government of the United States, which is we the people. That was the purpose. In a Soviet era, to, to create a Soviet-style bureaucracy that could put away any political opposition to their sedition. That's what they were doing. To the point where we now have a federal government that is almost entirely illegitimate, acting well outside of its constitutional boundaries, therefore being no longer legitimate, making laws that they know to be, laws and regulations that they know to be unconstitutional, that they know to be violating the Constitution, violating the Bill of Rights. They know that they are doing these things, and they expect that these illegal laws and regulations will be obeyed. Well, I have news for them. 
according to the Declaration of Independence, when a government becomes destructive of natural law, when it becomes destructive of the concept that the government governs with the permission of the people, that government is no longer legitimate, must no longer be obeyed. And this is coming about. This is coming about, and, and all of these all of these overreaches, all of these violations of the Constitution by the federal government are only serving to hurt them and help the side of liberty. Because we the people are sick and damn tired of it. We are not servants. We are not serfs. We are not slaves. We are not to be ruled over by the government. That's not the way this constitutional republic was designed. We do not owe the government our allegiance. The government owes its allegiance, allegiance to us to we the people. Congress, the President, Supreme Court, they are our employees. They must do as we say. They do not rule over us. They certainly do not make laws and regulations that usurp power from us. When they do so, they are no longer a legitimate government and must be removed from power. Period. End of sentence. Now, typically the way that we do that is we vote them out. But as we saw in the 2020 election, well, they kind of have ways around that. Kind of. They blew their wad on that one. They had to pull out all the stops in order to make sure that their drooling moron, mush brain, puppet fall guy was installed as President of the United States. But that only works once. Because of that, the state legislatures of the free states of the United States have passed legislation making sure that that kind of thing will not happen again within their borders. So the only 
states that can be stolen now are are the slave states that the Democrats already control. I, I have said that it's it's kind of odd how history has kind of repeated itself, where we once again have slave states and free states, and once again the slave states are run by the Democrats and the free states are run by the Republicans. And now because we are electing more MAGA people or ultra-MAGA people, as mushbrain Biden likes to call us when he is cogent or coherent, we're electing more of them to power. And because we're electing more of them to power, they are going to be in a position to fix a lot of what is wrong in D.C. for those that we elect to D.C. But D.C. has a really, really bad way of corrupting even the best of people. D.C. is not going to be fixed by people in D.C. No, D.C. is going to be fixed by the states and the people. We've got people already in power like Ron DeSantis. And soon we are going to have another very strong MAGA governor in Cary Lake in Arizona, the Mecca of Rhinocity, the home of the McCain clan, and Cary Lake has already stated, and Ron DeSantis has already been doing Or, or what Ron DeSantis has already been doing, and what Carrie Lake has stated she is going to do, is insist that the federal government follow the guidelines set forth under the Constitution and they are going to insist on the sovereignty of their own states under the Tenth Amendment of the United States, which states that those powers not specifically granted to the federal government fall to the states and the people. If the Constitution does not specifically state that the federal government can do something, then the federal government cannot do it. That's what the Tenth Amendment says. The language is very clear. It's very plain. That's what it says. And so governors like Kerry Lake and Ron, Ron DeSantis 
are going to be insisting on such things. When the federal government comes along and says, hey, we're going to do this, or you have to do that, the answer from the states must be no. And you can't make us. And then you've got rhinos like Greg Abbott, who pretends to be a conservative so that he can keep his job. And then other Republican governors who heretofore have not had the cojones to do their jobs. When they see another governor in Cary Lake doing what Ron DeSantis has already done, they will slowly but surely start to fall in line. And they will slowly but surely start insisting that the federal government respect the sovereignty of the states. And an alliance will begin to form of red states against blue. But I digress. I frequently do, ask my wife. Here's another story, some good news that came out of the raid. This is really good news. This from the Gateway Pundit. FBI agents involved in Trump raid are under criminal investigation by Durham for abusing their power in Trump-Russia probe. These FBI agents that are supposedly above reproach and would never, ever plant evidence during a raid are the same FBI agents that were planting evidence on Trump and illegally surveilling him. Hmm. I guess they're not so trustworthy after all. Recall investigative reporter Paul Sperry was suspended from Twitter, so now we know it's true. This lends credence to this report. If Twitter suspended him for reporting this, then it has to be true. Recall investigative reporter Paul Sperry was suspended from Twitter earlier this week after he revealed the FBI may have had a personal stake and search for classified documents related to Spygate. You've got to be stupid if you think that the only documentation Trump had on Russiagate was the original copies or whatever, and that he didn't make any other copies, and that he would have kept it anywhere that you could have found it. Quote, Developing 
Investigators reportedly met back in June with Trump and his lawyers in Mar-a-Lago storage room to survey docks and things. Seemed copacetic, but then FBI raids weeks later. Speculation on Hill, FBI had personal stake and searching for classified docs related to its hashtag Spygate scandal. Investigative journalist Paul Sperry said in a tweet Wednesday before getting suspended from Twitter. Sperry dropped another bomb on Saturday. According to Paul Sperry, the federal agents involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid were under investigation by special counsel John Durham, who is really actually starting to rack up some wins here. Quote, developing, sources say the FBI agents and officials who were involved in the raid on former President Trump's home work in the same counterintelligence division of the FBI that investigated Trump in the Russiagate hoax and are actively under criminal investigation by special counsel John Durham for potentially abusing their power investigating Trump in the Russian fraud and therefore have a potential conflict of interest and should have been recused from participating in this supposed espionage investigation at Mar-a-Lago, Sperry said in a special media post on Saturday. By the way, Mr. Sperry, I know you're a professional reporter and everything, but commas make a difference. Just saying. What am I referring to? This sentence right here. The whole thing was one sentence, but hey. Developing sources say the FBI agents and officials who were involved in the raid on former President Trump's homework in the same, so home, comma, work in the same counterintelligence division. This time, I know I rag on the Gateway Pundit a lot for not having good uh, editors, but this time it was not their fault, as you will see from this photo right here. No comma. No comma, Mr. Sperry. Do better. Paul, do better. Just saying. More than three dozen FBI agents descended on Trump's Florida residence on Monday and searched the compound for several hours. The FBI would not allow Trump's lawyers to be anywhere near the areas that were rummaged. That's illegal. Everyone was asked to leave the premises. They wanted to be left alone without any witnesses to see what they were doing, taking or hopefully not planting. Why did they strongly insist on having nobody watching them? Everybody out, Trump wrote on Truth Social on Wednesday. Now, folks, Trump's no dummy. We didn't hear about this raid from CNN, MSNBC, CBS, or any of the other alphabet soup uh news organizations, we heard about it from Trump himself. And then right after the raid, he releases a fantastic campaign ad. And as we just saw, he was able to watch the entire thing unfold live. 
on CCTV. And that kind of makes me wonder, did he know it was coming? Because when they finally managed to crack his safe, there was nothing in it. The only documents they were able to get, well, these were documents that they already had access to and had already reviewed. So, is it possible he knew they were coming and was just waiting to be able to make political hay out of this? Could be. Could be. The FBI raid... Oh, wait here. The Washington Post, a, 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 a paragon of virtue, on Thursday published a leak, quote-unquote leak, from so-called government officials. And I love this. This is the same crap that they pulled during the Trump administration. They've been pulling this for a while, these, these anonymous government sources, anonymous government officials. Um, that, that It's never somebody who's so proud of what they have done and so proud of their patriotism that they can actually be named. So you've got this anonymous official who claimed the FBI searched Trump's Florida residence for classified records related to nuclear weapons. Upcoming is a very good point. The FBI raid was so urgent that the U.S. government waited for more than a year and a half after Trump left office to search for records related to nuclear weapons. I don't think so. I think that that leak to the Washington Post from the anonymous government officials was just a way to muddy the waters with the general public, with the normies who don't pay attention to what's going on, to lend credibility for the reason for the violence of that unprecedented raid against the home of a former president of the United States. Because originally the story came out that they were just looking for, for documents for the National Archives. 99% of the people in the United States, thanks to liberal public education, don't know what the National Archives is. So that wouldn't mean anything to them. But they know what nuclear weapons are. And so in order to lend more credibility, more credence, and make the potential violations more severe, they lie by leaking to the Washington Post that the documents they were looking for were related to nuclear weapons because everybody knows what nuclear weapons are. And if anybody asks any questions, the Post can always say, oh, it's unnamed sources, anonymous government officials. Government officials from what branch? From what department? 
How do they know that these are written? No, it doesn't matter. That's not important. All that's important is it's government officials, and government officials are above reproach, flawlessly honest people who plant evidence against presidential candidates and then illegally surveil them during their campaigns and after they've won their campaigns when they're actual sitting presidents. But other than that, they're completely honest. If this was such an urgent matter, it wasn't, then why did the FBI raid several days, wait, I'm sorry, several days until they descended on Trump's home? Because the warrant was obtained on the 5th, but the raid didn't happen until the 8th. This I can kind of go with because... No, I can't even go with that. But it was the weekend, and this current FBI is not your grandmother or grandfather's FBI, okay? These guys are far from Elliot Ness. Federal law enforcement, pretty much any federal agency, the hiring that they are doing has nothing to do with whether the person is qualified for the job or not. Rather, they are hiring ideology. So they're hiring if you are a leftist, if you are a true believer, well, not a true believer, but, but if, if you are a, a leftist ideologue, if you identify as one thing or another that you are not really, that's the kind of person that they want. I saw recently one uh, photo of one of these federal agents who was a female, at least appeared to be a female, who looked like she was pushing 300 pounds. The vest that she was wearing would not stop too many bullets that were aimed in her direction. We'll just put it that way. They didn't cover a lot of the surface area. Ladies and gentlemen, that person would not have been allowed to even look in the direction of the FBI, let alone become a field agent. So again, the agents that they have in the field right now, not not the FBI of old. They want ideologues, and they got ideologues. That's how they were able to politicize the agency. That's how they are able to weaponize the agency. And, and make no mistake, this has been said before by people with larger podiums than I have, that... They're doing it to Trump now. But they're going to do it to you later. That's why they hired, or that's why they, they have passed a bill to hire 87 
thousand IRS agents. They've even said it out loud that they're planning on using these 87,000 IRS agents to audit regular folks just like you and me. And they aren't going to be auditing the regular folks like you and me who vote for them and support them. No, they're going to be auditing the folks who refuse to bake cakes for gay weddings. They're going to be auditing the folks that believe that Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior, that go to church every Sunday, that have complete families, a father and mother, husband and wife, who vote against or talk against or listen to podcasts that oppose their rule. Their dictatorship, their oppression, their tyranny. People who, I don't know, have concealed carry permits. Now, they would never do that, Doc. That's, that's illegal. Well... Let's see. Let's see here real quick. FBI threatening to audit all concealed carry permit holders. This, ladies and gentlemen, and, and so many people, even conservative people have asked me, why did you never get a concealed carry permit? My first answer is because I don't need one. Not because I don't carry, but because I don't need the government's permission to carry. I have permission to carry from the Constitution of the United States, which is very clear. Any and all laws that run counter to the Constitution of the United States are illegal and must not be obeyed. Not need not be obeyed. They must not be obeyed. Because if you obey one illegal law, then you embolden those who create illegal laws, and they will continue to make more with the belief that you will continue to follow them. All gun control laws are unconstitutional, every single solitary one, including those, by the way, and this is how much of a libertarian I am, including those who disallow felons to carry guns. You do not lose your right to self-defense just because you're a felon. Now, you can lose your life if you're a felon who decides that you're going to use a gun improperly, 
you can lose your freedom in that way, but you do not lose your right to self-defense just because you're a felon. I know that's going to be an unpopular thing, but let's get back to this story. FBI threatening to audit all concealed carry permit holders. The shooting in Uvalde, Texas on May 24th triggered calls for gun control measures, which was the point, and outright bans from many on the left and the right. Well, no, on the left. Those Republicans who were saying that, they're on the left. In an effort to advance gun control legislation opposed by the NRA, who are pretty much worthless and bloated and ridiculous, 14 Republicans, who are not Republicans, who are Diablos, Democrats in all but label, joined Senate Democrats in June, the vote being 64 to 34 Following Senate approval, the bill passed the House 234 to 193 and included incentives to encourage states to pass red flag laws, which are also unconstitutional, which allow groups to seek legal removal of weapons from people deemed a threat. So they can take your stuff from you before you've committed a crime. It's unconstitutional. Nobody, nobody may be deprived of life or liberty, or property, without due process of law. President Biden signed the bill into law two days later. Now Biden's FBI wants to go after firearms owner in a new assault on our Second Amendment rights. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt said that he had been told that FBI agents planned to visit several county sheriff's departments in August to audit concealed carry weapons permits, according to KRCG 13. The FBI's Criminal Justice Information Services Division holds the largest collection of such data that's shared by the nation's law enforcement agencies, according to an FBI spokesperson. This is the second reason that I never got a concealed carry permit. That being that concealed carry permits, concealed carry licensure, is a de facto gun registration. Oh, but Doc, if you buy a gun, you have to fill out an ATF record, and that ATF record, you know, they can keep that, and that's a gun registration true too, and that's true. The ATF are not supposed to keep those records. Those records are only those the the, the paperwork is only supposed to be used for a one-time background check. And then they're supposed to be deleted, but we all know that doesn't happen. So yeah, that's true. But the fact is that those places that sell firearms retail have to do that. And if you want to buy from one of them, then you're going to have to fill one of those out. And that weapon will be 
on record with the federal government, even though that is illegal. Now, if you don't buy from a licensed firearm dealer, a federally licensed firearm dealer, then you won't have to fill out one of those pieces of paper. And licensing of firearms dealers is also illegal. That's unconstitutional. The federal government has no business, no business, regulating the sale of anything. Nothing. You know why? Because there is nothing in the Constitution of the United States that grants specifically the authority for them to regulate the purchase of anything. Nothing. So, federal firearms licensures, that's illegal. Now, it is my understanding that very soon the Supreme Court, which has been on a real conservative tear of late, and I say conservative, what I mean is a, an originalist tear, uh, they are going to be handing down, I think, two. There are two uh, cases that they're going to be ruling on that will basically nullify entirely the National Firearms Act, which will uh, subsequently eliminate the necessity for the ATF. So, uh, because of this kind of thing, what the FBI is doing, which this is illegal in and of itself, they have absolutely no authority to come do this in any state. They, they can't just show up on – the FBI can't show up anywhere unless they're invited. You can't just walk in somewhere and say, hey, we're going to audit this. No, no, you're not. And if these Missouri sheriffs have the balls God gave a gopher, they're going to tell the FBI to go screw. But we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But at any rate, I am of the opinion that because these organizations like the FBI, the ATF, the IRS, the DEA, can be weaponized so easily against the people of the United States that they ought not exist at all. I'm not talking about defunding them, folks. I'm talking about dissolving them, getting rid of them. There is no reason for them. There is nothing that the FBI can do that state, county, and local law enforcement cannot do. Once again, there is nothing in the Constitution of the United States that specifically grants the federal government the ability to create all of these agencies. 
I don't know if that's entirely true, but... I am of the opinion that what needs to happen is that federal law enforcement, with two exceptions, should be completely dissolved. FBI, ATF, DEA, whatever other federal law enforcement agencies are out there with whatever initials should be abolished entirely, 100%, would save billions of dollars, first of all. The only two federal agencies, law enforcement agencies, that should be allowed to continue to exist are the U.S. Marshals and the Secret Service. And the Secret Service, only in as much as they protect the President of the United States. That's all. No other, no other law enforcement jobs for them. The marshals can take care of whatever law enforcement stuff needs to be taken care of on the federal side. And I think that the U.S. Code, the U.S. Criminal Code, needs to be severely revamped. Because I would say the vast majority of crimes that the federal government are investigating are crimes that state, county, and local law enforcement should be able to handle without any problem. That's just my view of it. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm starting to lean in the direction of uh, uh, one of my fellow content creators, uh, Sticks and Hammer, Triple Six, who is of the opinion that even like local law enforcement, like city law enforcement, uh, should be dissolved as well. Or instead of being dissolved, should be absorbed into uh, county sheriff's departments. The reason being is because sheriff's departments are answerable to the people through election. And city law enforcement are not answerable to the people through election. And I tend to kind of agree with that. I, I kind of like the fact that... Uh, uh, I like the job that sheriffs do. And I think that they are probably the finest form, the best form of law enforcement in the United States, period. So, big fan of sheriff's departments. Not even overly a fan of state police, necessarily. Because they're not directly answerable to the public, either. 
So, you know, I'm more of a sheriff's department kind of guy. But I definitely am no fan of the FBI or the ATF or the DEA. And I think they need to go away. I think they need to be gone. And the reasons for that are obvious. They are now nothing more than thugs with badges. Let, let, me, let me tell you the different organized crime syndicates operate differently. One of the most successful in the United States was the Irish organized crime model. And the Irish organized crime model ran thusly. You had three individuals, three top individuals, usually related, sometimes brothers, sometimes cousins, whatever. One was a straight-up criminal. The other was a politician. The other was a cop. And you just expanded on that. Each one expanded on that. But if you had those, tr those three, if you had that triad, then you were covered. And that's what we have here. The Democrats have criminals in their pockets to act on the streets as their enforcers. They have the politicians to act as the public face, to put a, 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 a positive spin uh, on things and to, to, to create the pretense of accountability to the people. And then you have the dirty cops. And that's what's going on here. You've got a criminal in the White House. You've got multiple criminals in Congress. And as acting as politicians. And, and then you've got your cops who are also acting as criminals. And then you've got the real criminals on the streets who are doing the dirty work for the politicians, and the politicians are kicking money back down to the cops. Or power, or influence, or whatever. But that's what we've got now in D.C. And again, as I stated previously, D.C. ain't going to clean up itself. Nobody we send to D.C. is going to clean it up. We have to clean it up. We have to clean it up by voting people out all over the place. Trump is going to do a pretty good job by firing a bunch of people in the bureaucracy. The MAGA people that we vote into the legislature hopefully will be able to do something to the bureaucracy by prosecuting those people who violated the Constitution and other laws while working in the bureaucracy, but also by defunding large swaths of, or dissolving large swaths of the bureaucracy. 
Because there's other parts of the bureaucracy that have to go away too. The Department of Education. The federal government has no business in education. None. Zero. Zip. Nada. No business. It is not in the Constitution that the federal government should involve itself in education. That's not in there. Interestingly enough, neither is welfare. Um, the Department of Energy, not in there. Federal government has no business in that. That is a matter for the states. Most issues, be it charity, be it education, be it energy, are issues for the states. The things that the federal government is responsible for are specifically pointed out in the Constitution. And if the Constitution don't point it out, then the federal government has no business involved in it. Oh, that's antiquated, and oh, that's just, we can't, the times have changed, and the, the Constitution is a living document, and we have to modernize with, okay, fine. If you want to change the Constitution, the Constitution tells you how to change it. There's a way to change it. Oh, but we don't have time for that, and we just don't have the support for it. Well, if you don't have the support for it, then it don't change. That's the law. You don't get to change the law because you don't like the law. Just because you don't like it don't mean you can't. You can just up and say, oh, we're going to change it. On a whim. There's a way to change the Constitution if you want to change it. If you don't have the support for it, OFW. You don't have the support. It don't change. If you don't like the Constitution, if you don't like the way this country works, there's the door. This isn't the Soviet Union. Nobody's keeping you here. There are tons and tons and tons of socialist countries all over the whole world that you can go to if you don't like it here. Although I have heard that Canada ain't taking applications from Americans. Just saying. Oh, and apparently Mexico don't want you either. So there you go, folks. Federal government cannot be trusted. Federal government is out of control. They have weaponized the FBI, the IRS, the ATF against the people. Because the federal government does not like the fact that we, the people, are actually the government of the United States and we are actually the ones who are in charge. They want to change that. They want to reverse it so that they are the ones in charge. And we, being the people of the United States who actually are in charge, are responsible to make sure that that doesn't happen. 